Welcome to another exciting episode of the Business of Digital podcast, featuring your hosts, Matt Siltala and Dave Rohr. Hey guys, excited to be here with you on another one of these Business of Digital podcasts. Thank you for joining us as always. And of course, I have my trusty co-host, Dave. How's it going, bud? Top of the day, because I don't know what time we're recording (laughs) or you're listening. Top of the whatever to you. Top of the whatever. There we go. And of course, right Most when people we... don't know what day it is anyway at this point. So yeah, it's just day. That's I saw day. that meme and and it it like resonated with me. The one that's all that just kind of uh, blotched out the actual like the sun or the month or the two. Like it's just day. It's all day now. All day. I like all that. Day, every day. Yes, sir. So um, we wanted to talk about hiring an SEO, and so. Um, maybe why don't you just get us uh, kicked off for today, Dave, and uh, we'll go from there. We are not going to rehash what has already been talked about because we're recording this a couple weeks after everyone posted and screamed at Google about it. But we will mention it. I think <laughs> it, it has it should be mentioned since it was yeah. recent. Um, Bill Hartzer had a good um, blog post about hiring um, an SEO specialist, search engine land. Um, why a technical SEO audit shouldn't be part of the proposal process. Um, you know, it's Google made a video and people were upset about it. So we're not going to rehash that because everyone's already hashed it a couple weeks ago. But what we thought we would do is spend some time. I've hired a couple people. I've interviewed bosses that were managers and directors and junior people and um, hired some developers that were trying to be SEOs and trying. so on and so on. <laughs> yeah. And Matt, you've done the same yes, sir. at an agency and in-house level. So what we wanted to focus in on was if you are building your digital team in-house or maybe, you know, you're a, a, like me or, you know, Matt when he was starting and you're looking to hire that one SEO person. And I know someone that just hired um, like their very first intro person. We should talk Bobby down in Atlanta, he just hired his first um, first staff, like full time. Oh, yeah. I think it's even. Oh wow! So I'm sure you good know, for him. Had, what's that? That's awesome. It's a big step. It is. I, I remember that. <laughs> I remember the feeling, and, and sorry if this gets us off a little bit, but um, I remember the feeling of going when you do something like that. When you start to expand, you you know you go from worrying about putting food on your table and taking care of your family to putting food on your first employees. Uh, table and taking care of all his family and it's a big step and and uh, it's crazy like how much that weighs on your mind you know what I mean well I think that's an important thing to think about though and I think that's another topic we can talk about is just the when is it right to hire in-house build that team and hire a specialist for SEO and not just a generalist and for an agency um, you know I've seen different people with different calculations of how much revenue and how much business you have to be generating yeah. per headcount, which is a completely, I think, different kind of thing to dig into. But I think we should actually talk about that, making a note. Um, we should talk about that at a later date. But I think just either building a team or hiring an SEO person, what are some of the things that you think about when you're hiring for, for that position? Matt, I'll let well, you start with one or two. Well, I'll, I'll kind of go back to when... I did, you know, when I decided, okay, this was too much for me. I guess uh, the the things, you know, I started off, uh, d- you know, obviously just, you know, solo shop. 
But uh, my problem was back then I would never say no. And I would always take on a project. And, you know, if I got a really big project, I was like really excited because, you know, it meant more money. But then I'd start working on it and I realized, okay, well, I went from working about 30 hours a week to working about 50 hours a week and I don't want to work this many hours. And so what am I going to do here? And then another project would come up and to the, you know, pretty soon it got to the point where, you know, I was working about two full-time jobs and it was way more than I wanted to work and I was starting to go crazy. And so when, and, and I got to the point where I was like, all right, I like this, but even if I take off half of these billable hours and give to someone else to help me or hire my quote unquote first employee. Uh, we did it a little bit different because when, when I got to that point, I had a couple partners that were at some transition points as well. And that's basically how Avalanche started. And so, um, you know, we, we got to the point where I had, I was billing, you know, about 40,000 a month, uh, just me. And, um, I, just landed a new uh, client that was around 12k a month, and it was going to take many hours. And so, uh, I just got to the point where I said, "All right, you know, now we're growing. This is where we're at. This is the point where we're at." And uh, you know, it was time. If if it didn't work out the way that it did with my partners and and what we did, then I would have hired my first person. Um, I don't think that that answers your question specifically about like what are the things that I look for. But at that point. Um, the things that I looked for were someone that could help me with this load. It didn't, it wasn't someone that had to necessarily at that point know everything that I knew about search engine optimization. Someone that had a good grasp on it. Someone that I could teach to do certain tasks that, hey, these are things I need you to be able to do X, Y, and Z. I can teach you how to do them, but I need you to be able to do them and execute them and execute them well. And so basically it was just kind of like an extension of me but me telling them what to do. And eventually you grow and you get past that point where you can't even be in control of all your projects and you just have to hope that you've trained people right that continue to do things the way that you want them done, if that makes sense. It does. I think... Did I answer your question? I think so. (laughs) I kind of went off a little bit there. We're recording some some podcasts today and Matt's getting very long-winded today, so these these all might be long. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. And the dog wants to join in. He says hello. Um, he, he's, he smells the, the smoker. The yeah, you got the smoker going today. Luckily, I can't smell it. I think for me, it, it goes back to the question of what can you, what, where are you overburdened? So if you're an agency and you're too busy doing sales and you're really good at face-to-face, then you don't need your, your SEO person to be a able to you know manage the account manage the day-to-day manage the email um, do the sales you need someone that just does the busy work you need someone to go in and do see the you said it you so much better than me well it just depends <laughs> um, it was my topic so I had more time to think about it um, that's what I wanted to say <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, you just you you got to that point, and you're you took a different avenue, and you just partnered with people that had those specialties. Yeah. And so that you could do, and, and that was just a different way to do it. But I think if you're an agency growing, um, or even in house, it's like it becomes a question of okay, you have someone that's really good at data, or you have a coder, or we have a good writer. Okay, well that person, you know, as you grow your team, you you go from generalist to specialist and we kind of talked about that in the past 
Um, but you start moving down more of a specialist role. It's like, okay, well, now I know someone that either, you know, lives and breathes SEO or I live and breathe SEO. So I just need them to take off the busy work for me. And I think that really should be the first question. And before you even get to the person, because so many times I've interviewed for places um, and one of them was a really, really big company in the Chicagoland area. And I won't throw them under the bus, even though I probably have in the past. Um, complete cluster of the interview process. Um, they, the job title was a really weird one, but it was literally just down the street from my house. So I was interested because um, I wasn't going to have to move and it would have been like the shortest commute ever. Right. Because um, at the time I actually drove past their office to get to my other job. So I was huh. like, oh, that's like, it would actually cut my commute by like, oh God, but it cut my commute by like 25 minutes or so, if not more, would have been like a 10 minute commute. Um, but I got in there and I talked to a bunch of people and I talked to the hiring manager and uh, by the time of the, like, I asked more questions about what are you trying to hire? Like they had no freaking idea. Like they, they were like, oh, we just need someone to do SEO. I'm like, well, is this someone that's going to sit in meetings at a really big company and have to argue with people and fight <laughs> for, you know, scraps or fight for projects to get done? Is this a person that's going to be sitting in a back room just doing a lot of writing and a lot of research and, you know, writing all of the stuff and working with the devs? Are they a writer or do you need a developer? Like, what do you need? They had yeah. no idea. No idea. Um, and I think that's what it is. Like where, where are your pain points for your website, your campaigns, your marketing, um, before you go and talk to people, if you don't know that, I I don't know how you can hire the right person. Yeah. So, you know, the whole question is of, can you do an audit? I, I don't even know if that matters. If, if you don't even know what you need, you know, do you need a writer? Do you need someone that can manage writers? Is you, are you all about the content marketing? Or do you have 15 or 50 sites and you really just need someone that's like a project manager that can manage agencies and understands enough SEO to do that? Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's kind of like my thoughts when we, when we got beyond that part of where, you know, when we formed the agency and we were starting to get our first hire, so to speak, to run an quote unquote SEO division. You know, that's the thing that we, you know, that, that we had mapped out. And we're like, look, we have the systems in place to be able to create the content. We know the kind of content. We know the link building. We know, you know, all the on page. We have the audits taken care of. But what you're, what we need you for is we need you to communicate all this with the um, client. Like, you need to be the, the face. You need to be the person that they can go to you need to be the person that person that they can feel good at because at the point we're doing all the work but we're so busy doing all the work that we're not having as much time to communicate with the client of course we all know that that makes clients scared and so if i have a person that's able to communicate that's continuing to communicate what's being done and you're able to help us with this you know that that's that's an area as well too but it goes back to your point dave that that absolutely you need to have that part of it figured out like hey we need you to be this um you know account manager so to speak but or we also need you to work on developing any clients that come through here we need you to develop their content strategy any clients that come through here you need to be the audit person or whatever it may be but yeah having that 
defined and you knowing what, what you need and where you need help, I think is key. And I think that's the only way that you're going to be able to hire right. So those are just some thoughts that I had on it. But Yeah, and I think that it, I interviewed with one company in the Chicagoland area long ago, and they were coming off of they wanted a technical person because they'd had a content person and they said you know they were very content focused for a long time but the the ship kind of drifted away and that person didn't really know anything about technical and by like five minutes from looking at the website there was just glaring technical issues because they had very laser focused on content content marketing and just you know off the page kind of link building stuff which you need to do well no you you bring up a great point right there like it it, things need to evolve like for example we you know we started this agency stuff way back in the day when you know link building was like a huge focus obviously you know links are still important but i mean you would do directory submissions you would make i mean you had someone that you wanted to be a dmoz expert because or a yahoo direct you know what i mean and so like, but the thing is, if, if that's what our focus still was today, we'd be dead in the water. So, you know, whereas this person's focus may have been on, you know, directory submissions or article submissions or whatever it might be, link building, that needed to evolve and that needed to change. And I think that's kind of what you were talking about as well. And, and I think that that's, um, that, that, that's what that made me think of when you were talking about that. Like, this needs to be a progression for him. Yeah, and... In SEO, I think also a lot of the time I see, I've interviewed people where they came from a very structured agency, um, and I want to say cookie cutter, but everything was cookie cutter. Like they worked in the automotive space, they worked in lawyer space, they worked in a very regimented, strict um, cookie cutter. Like every time a business that's a restaurant comes in, here's what we do. We put you in these five directories and we do this and we this and like literally there's just a checklist and that's what they would do when you interview people i would always try to understand what part of the seo what part of the strategy what part of the past wins were directly from them and from their innovations right and their you know thinking versus them just executing something that was given to them so, so I have a question for you. When you're hiring an SEO, do you ask them, what's the Florida update? <laughs> or is that gone? <laughs> um, I don't know if it matters. I mean, you know, just because it wiped away lots of my affiliate revenue and made me very, very sad. <laughs> yes, it made a lot of people <laughs> sad. I oh. knew that was a junky site. I knew it was thin and, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, that cost me a lot of money. <laughs> That one did. I did not like that update. Um, Sorry, I brought up the painful Florida. I know. It's too early to have a beer and pour out some beer for my my lost (laughs) affiliate revenue. I used to get tons of checks from Um, CJ.com for me. Yep, them too. Um, All of them. uh, Yeah, I just... if, If you don't know what you're hiring and, you know, and then you find a person and aside from the cultural fit, I think it has to be a, if, if you have developers and you've always had problems speaking to developers, or if you have writers and they just don't care to listen, you know, or maybe you don't have writers and you always have to work with outsourced writers. 
can this person that you're talking to and does your job description give that off? Or does it say, you must know how to use Moz, you must be Google certified, uh, you know, must understand WordPress. None of that tells me anything about yeah. really what one, the job is. And two, it doesn't help you pre-qualify the people that you might be talking to. Well, it's because of it's something that the both of us know is some of the best SEOs that are around are people that we don't even know about. They've never spoken at a conference. I mean, for example, there's a guy in my neighborhood uh, that I've partnered with on some stuff. He's one of the most brilliant technical SEO people that you'll never have even heard of. He just runs his own businesses, does his own thing. And so, you know, there's lots of, of that kind of stuff out there as well. Yeah, I don't usually care if you've worked for a large company. Um, sorry to slam on big companies, but a lot of times you sp you don't do SEO. You spend your days fighting for SEO. Right. Like you outsource the busy work to an agency or junior people, and then you spend all day creating charts and graphs so that your 100k a month budget or that your you know headcount doesn't get reduced or so that you know the people in PR actually do what they need to do so that they don't tank a campaign um, yeah you spend all day just putting out fires and stuff here's another angle that we can answer really quick I know that we're pushing up time but um, you know something I thought of because it happens a lot like I'll have worked with some local clients and have them ranking really well and you get to a point where you just don't have to do a whole lot anymore but then you know, they come to you and they're like, uh, you know, hey, uh, you know, you've done everything that you should do and that we wanted you to do. Is there anything else that can be done? Should I hire someone to maintain this? Um, what could they do? And so, you know, that's where you have to also know how to answer that as well, because there's always something to do. Um, but you do get to a point at certain things where you just don't have to do as much anymore. But then you could focus on the other things. Like let's say that we're really good with ranking in the maps, but we haven't really done a really good strategy with content or with videos. And so there's other avenues or like, let's say we haven't really done a lot or focused on social. So there's other things that absolutely can be done. So when I answer those questions, like, look, there's always, there's always stuff to do with marketing. Um, but again, we, we're going to have to answer, is this video going to, get us leads is it going to make us sales like what's the purpose of it is this content what's the purpose of it like what's the purpose of this person that we're going to hire because if our goal was to just get the phone ringing from what we've done with you know getting you on the maps and that optimized and that's happening then you know no i don't see a need for it but if it's beyond that and if there's other stuff that you're wanting to do then that's something that you have to think about as well and along those lines, episode eight, which is forever ago, we talked about should your business hire um, an intern? Oh, yeah. And in 11, we talked about um, things to know about your marketing budget before you hire an agency and consultant, which I think goes to that, what you were just talking about, where, you know, all of the stuff we've been talking, like, if you don't know what you need, how do you know who to hire? How do you know what questions to ask them? And that's what like, it comes back to. Yeah. And, and, and if you have no resources to create content or you have no dev resources to make changes, hiring an SEO, you really need someone that can either write or do dev. And so whenever you're hiring an SEO, there's a lot of questions I think that you can ask no matter what they do, whether it's a PPC person or social media or social paid social or developer, or, you know, whatever it is. 
I think you first have to start with what are your strengths and weaknesses currently? What does your team have? Where, what kind of resources do you have? Um, in the past when I've interviewed and they were like, oh, you're going to come in and you're going to manage paid and you're going to manage SEO and this and that. And I was like, okay, well, what dev resources do we have? What writers do we have? How much budget do I have for content marketing and writers? Do I have any budget? You know, what does the pipeline look like for those developers that you say I have? Do I get one developer? Do I get what a part-time developer? Can I outsource? What CMSs are we on? Because I was trying to understand, okay, if I say yes to taking this job, what am what like am I set what up for success? What roles am I saying yes to? Yeah. Yeah, what am I what am I saying yes to? <laughs> but am I set up for success or am I gonna walk in and suddenly they go, Well, you were gonna have, you know, two head count and three more in a year, but now really we only have one and you have no budget for anything. So yeah. go build links, go build content, and also you need to fix the site. And also we're gonna yell at you why you didn't do certain things when yeah. we have our interviews yeah. because you know you're busy doing these other things. And <laughs> and that's what I wanted to you know. Yeah. So as an SEO, I'm asking those questions. And if you can't answer them, why are you trying to hire me? Yeah. I know it's just supposed to be about hiring an SEO, but um, I think if you don't do your internal, look at your own needs, look at your own team and look to see where someone can help, you're just going to be wasting 40, 50, 100, $150,000, whatever that salary is on this person and then think that it's a failure, but actually it was you who set them up to fail. Yeah. And we're just here for you. We're looking out for you, so. Trying. Yes, yeah, so I think. Those are great tips. Those are um, your final thoughts? Yeah, I think my final thought is look internally at your resources, what you need, who you need, write the just job description that fits that need, and then ask questions that help you understand if someone was left alone with some budget, with resources, what would they do? How would they approach it? Do they understand how to approach it? You know, it doesn't even matter if it's paid or CRO or social. Um, for SEO, you know, it's like if I left them alone, do they know how to get our site from here to there and, you know, increase traffic, increase leads, increase sales? If not, then they might not be the person for you. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, hopefully this gives you a little bit of insight. Also, we, we have some links that uh, we've talked about and some other links that are related to this topic that we'll share, as always, on the website in the write-up. If there's any other questions that you have for Dave or I, because we have been doing this for a long time, feel free to reach out, as always. Also, anyone that has listened to this podcast, um, or if you're new or old and you haven't gone and given us a review on iTunes, please go do so. Um We'll make it easy. You just have to, you know, give us a, a rating, you know, give us a five-star rating. You don't even have to write anything if you don't want. So we appreciate it, guys. And uh, thank you for your time. For Dave Rohr with Northside Metrics, I'm Matt Sultel with Avalanche Media. And uh, we'll talk to you guys on another one of these. Bye. Thanks, all.